All right. Well, welcome back to the Tony D Podcast, brought to you by Flooring is Forever, the UPS store, and now Connor's Pub. And we'll get all that in uh, a little bit later on, but in this episode, we are going to, well, I'm going to tell some stories of Robin Miller, um, what he meant to me, some stories that will make you laugh, so there'll be some some swearing for sure, uh, because as we know, uh, that's how Robin was. So for those of you that may not exactly know, uh, Robin Miller, long-time Indianapolis star rider, mostly around motorsports, but covered, you know, ABA Pacers back in the back in the seventies and eighties. The Colts. Um, he was the old scout who, in the Indianapolis Star, would 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 give out you know betting advice, and he always laughed um, when when we talk about gambling. He said, you know, if I never gambled, I'd have a big ass mansion up on Geist. Um, but Robin Miller uh, then went on, was with Racer Magazine, NBC Sports. Uh, at, at the time of his passing, he was also with ESPN, um, Speed Channel. You know, I'm sure there's a longer list of, of, of places that he had been fired from, as he always reminded everybody. Um, you know, and, and there were people that didn't like his opinion and people that um, went against him. I mean, there was a story that I heard the other day about you know, when the IndyCar cart split happened in 1996. So, you know, IndyCar went to the Indianapolis 500 or the IRL at the time, and cart went to Michigan. And Robin Miller was was, was catastrophically criticizing Tony George uh, on the decision and saying, you know, the better drivers are in Michigan this weekend. So people made I Hate Robin Miller t-shirts and were selling them outside of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, and Robin drove down and walked up Georgetown and tried to buy a t-shirt, and the guy wouldn't sell it to him. So... Um, Robin always told it like it was. He always wanted to know how you were. Uh, in my case, how my dad was, because I met Robin when I was young. Um, even before I was born, my dad met him as uh, he was driving to, I believe, Milwaukee in a 1987 pace car that, he, as he told me, he put 5,000 miles on one summer uh, driving around. It was probably supposed to turn it back in at the end of May, but didn't. Um, there was some kind of problems with it, and my dad was working at a car dealership up in Northwest Indiana, and he uh, he fixed my dad. My dad fixed his car, and on he went. So, um, you know, he'd always see me at the racetrack, standing around, you know, trying to get autographs and such, and would bring me hats or say hello. And um, then when I got into radio here in Indianapolis and was on with JMV, it's when Robin started coming on more and would come in studio. Um, so the first story that I'll share, I don't think John JMV shared the story on air yesterday. So it was a Friday of the Kentucky Derby. So you had the Kentucky Oaks going on and, you know, everybody loved when Robin came in studio and it was, or when he was on in general, um, then it was right before, you know, things got started out at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. The Kentucky Derby was the next day. And he said, well, I'll come in studio and hell, we'll just try to call, we'll just try to call AJ. And I was like, well, all right, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not sure I've ever heard A.J. Floyd on these airwaves, at least not in my tenure here, so why not? So Robin says, hey, I'll give him a call. You know, I said, hey, here's how you dial out. You know, you got to dial nine in the number, and, you know, it'll go. And he goes, A.J., you ready? What? What? what all right, I'm, at, I'm down here at the Kentucky Oaks. I'm betting, betting horses. So we go on, and. JMV brings it back from a segment, and Robin's asking all these questions, and AJ could honestly give a shit less about the questions, and he just starts cheering on his horse, 
and we were we we called it the Robin Robin Miller dump button anyway, um, and the, so AJ Foyd pretty much called play by play of a horse race that he was betting on, and was like, "Come on, four shit, get get it together! Come on, four, come on, four. And we're just dying laughing, and it's just something that was such great radio that only Robin could deliver, and he was always trying to help everybody around him. He was always trying to better everybody around him and um you know for him to come in and do that um was a lot of fun and then obviously he was one of the first guests on this podcast uh we went out to a working man's friend uh the best cheeseburger place in the city and uh we sat in his car for about 45 minutes to an hour and just i didn't know prep for the interview i just said okay we'll, we'll talk some indie car and we'll uh just kind of go from there and, and and robin can lead a conversation and it was uh, you can go back and listen to that if you want. It's one of the the, the top listened to uh, episodes of this podcast, and uh, that was just so much fun. Going to the state fair with them, I, I'm sure you've heard those stories, um, and uh, you know, winning stuffed animals, hitting baskets, drinking Pepsis, um, and that was just Robin. Man, he always had a smile on his face. I didn't get to see him at the speedway. Uh, last weekend, I did get to see him for the final time at the Speedway back in April during that test. Uh, we took a picture. I, we, we texted back and forth um, all the way up through last week, really. Um, you know, hey, I'm downtown. Can I bring you something? Or do you need anything? Or how can I help? And, you know, his last text message to me was, you know, I think I was at the fair Friday. I talked to him last Friday night. I said, hey, I'm at the state fair. You want me to bring you down anything, you know, whether it's, you know, deep fried Oreos or whatever it was. And he said, nope, I can't eat fried food, but I appreciate your friendship. And that was the last text back and forth that was, I believe, Friday night because I went to the fair, uh, the state fair on Friday. I mean, he would come over and just tell, you know, the greatest stories that you've ever heard about old time race car drivers or pacer players or Slick Leonard kicking them out of the locker room or... Bobby Unzer going to the Kroger on 16th Street saying, grabbing a turkey, putting it in um, his his shopping cart, and then asking a girl if he can go home with her to cook his turkey. Um, he just, he had the best stories. And, you know, whatever he was on with JMV, you just kind of let him go and, and tell those stories. And um, just super grateful that he was uh, a part of, of, of my career. Helped me immensely. Um you know, it's one of the first people that I had ever talked to about sports journalism or writing or covering IndyCar. And he was always gracious and accommodating. You know, you would you would go up into the media center and he would be sitting there and he would have his computer out and snacks, whether it was bubble gum or Long's Donuts or um, bags of chips. And he would, oh, yeah, take whatever you want. Go ahead, share, you know, whatever you need, go ahead. And he would always, it was hot tone every time, every time I saw him. Um, another good story, and I, I told this on my podcast a few weeks ago, so if you didn't, if you didn't hear it, I will tell it again. Um, you know, we talked about Robin being a big-time gambler and, you know, just the, the, the fun back-and-forth nature of those conversations. But there was the one time that on a Sunday I was told that Andrew Luck was throwing up in a trash can. And it didn't look good. You know, my guy told me, hey, he's, I think he's concussed. And I was like, uh, oh, okay. And I thought, well, I need to break this news. I mean, this is pretty major, right? 
And I said, well, hold on. And I don't know what made me think of it or what, but I, I called Robin and I said, hey, you know, I, I've got some pretty good information that, you know, Andrew Luck is, has a concussion and they play, you know, it's a short week. They play Thursday on Thanksgiving in Pittsburgh. The spread right now just came out at minus three. It'll go up. It'll go up immensely if this is true. And he's like, okay, are you sure? And I said, yeah, like this is like my sort, like pretty concrete evidence, right? That this is, uh, my source has been right. So anyway, Robin said, okay. And I, I'm pretty sure he hung up and immediately called his bookie, placed a pretty big bet. You know, Monday, Andrew Luck going through concussion protocol and will not be able to be available for Thursday's game. Scott Tolzien steps in. The Colts get shredded on the road 27-9. And then I think it was 2016. I think it was Thanksgiving of 2016. Because when we were at the Alexander Rossi unveil of his likeliness on the Borg Warner Trophy at the museum, um, Robin pulls me aside. He goes, I got something for you. And I said, oh, uh, okay. And, you know, Robin and his buddy Steve Shunk, who is a great guy as well, uh, you know, they were always giving out T-shirts or, you know, Borg Warner hats because I think Steve Shunk works for, for Borg Warner. Um, and and I, I, I thought maybe he had a hat or a shirt. You know, he'd given me some really cool shirts before. And he handed me $500 cash and was like, this is yours for the tip. And I was like, oh, uh, okay then. So um, maybe a little bit of insider trading, quote unquote, there. But, um, you know, some of the other stories that, that Jake Query have told, has told or, you know, anybody who's been around him about sneaking his buddies into the into the White Sox press box or getting them all press passes and then, um, you know, him getting caught because all of his buddies ate everything at the buffet. Um, and, and Robin just smiled through it all and, and, and lived a great 71 years. And we're all going to miss him. I mean, there's nobody in Indianapolis, really in maybe the Midwest, that had such an impact on what he was writing and the sport or the issue or the topic that he was writing about. When Robin wrote or spoke, you listened. And it was must-read every Wednesday when his mailbag would come out. Or when Dan Weldon or Justin Wilson or Brian Clawson passed away, it was Robin's words that really touched everybody and summed everything up. Whether you know, whether it was a devastating crash, you know, and losing a driver, it summed up who that driver was in a in a calm demeanor that made everybody feel a little bit of comfort in the very uncomfortable situation that it could be. Uh, you know, his grid walks with Dan Weldon were just great stuff on versus back in 2011 when when Weldon was rideless for most of the season except for you know. Indy, Kentucky, and Vegas, and you know he would he would always show up in studio and bring cookies or Long's donuts. Um, he just you know trying times he definitely had. Um, there were you know there were times where people would were, would rip him or disagree with his opinion or he would go after somebody and you know AJ Foyt slapped him one time and um, but man you know you you sometimes hear. People just say things um, after somebody passed. But, you know, when Robin passed yesterday morning and it was rainy and it was nasty outside, I just kind of thought to myself, Bobby Unzer and Slick Leonard are probably waiting at the gates for him to share a laugh and a Pepsi. Slick will probably light up a cigarette. Bobby will have a little thing of bourbon. And Robin Miller will have a Pepsi. 
and they'll sit there and laugh and talk. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to celebrating who he was, who he, who he helped me be, um, as far as just always being there for advice. And, you know, we, I, I was involved in some controversy with him, um, back at the radio station, nothing that he did or I did. Well, it was something that he did, but we had his back, um, but yeah, and I'm just I'm just trying to think of 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 more. Oh, so he told us a story one time. I'll never forget this. So Robin ran sprint cars back in the day, and I guess they were doing some kind of photo shoot. So he took his sprint car over to the Wild Cherry right next door to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. It was a strip club, and um, brought some strippers over to the track. Kind of snuck them in either through a gate or somebody left the gate open for them. And did a photo shoot with them, and and he got caught. You know, he said, "Well, I didn't know. I mean, the gate was open. We're just trying to take pictures of my sprint car." And you know, it was always just, "Well, hey, you know, sorry." You know, uh, he would rather he'd rather I mean, you know beg for forgiveness than ask for permission. And that's just the type of person Robin was. So, um, you know, there's a lot of tributes, a lot of great things that I've read uh, from the Athletic to. Connor Daly's um, article on Racer Magazine, and um, you know they're all great. They're all so much fun to read, and that's what Robin would want us all to do: is just to continue to have fun, go to Working Man's Friend and have a cheeseburger, which I plan on doing tomorrow. Then I think I'm going to go check out the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Museum, um, and maybe get to the basement for the first time. That would be super cool. I can report back on on that because I've actually never been to the basement. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be weird, you know, knowing that, you know, go to the racetrack on a race weekend next year and Robin's not there. Um, or, you know, tuning in and, you know, wanting to hear him on JMV and he's not going to be there or be on the NBC sports broadcast. So, um, great times, a lot of fun with him. I can't thank him enough and Godspeed to Robin Miller. So thank you for listening. Thank you to Connor's pub and broad ripple. Thank you to the UPS store, and thank you, as always, to Flooring is Forever. Thank you for listening to this uh, tribute episode to Robin Miller on the Tony D Podcast.